Hi, my friends. I'm so happy that you're here again. I've got a great show for you. I invited Fiona to come back and chat with us. It was really wonderful to hear her story in the last episode of Cannabivarum podcast. So we're going to deep dive and take a little peek into her life uh, just a little bit closer today. But before we go there, I want to remind you of a couple of things. I am not a doctor, but I am a shaman a cannabis shaman. That means I've had intense study for the past four or five years into the plant cannabis, and I know an awful lot about it from listening to and studying under scientists and other doctors familiar with the plant who have also been studying. My information can be backed up by citations from the great scientists who figured it all out, and that comes from PubMed and JAMA and all these different places where you can verify. You'll find my citations at the bottom of the podcast when you go look them up on the blog on my website at cannabivarum.com. So just wanted to get that straight. Always reminding you, I am not a doctor. I am a shaman though. So you may hear a little dog snoring in the background. That's my 10-pound, way, way, way overweight poodle uh, laying here, hanging out, and just uh, having a nice little snooze this lovely morning. You might also hear my icy drink clinking in the background. Um, I've got a lot of Fiona's story feedback, and I want to thank you for all of that. So um, I invited her back to chat. Here we go. Oh, one more thing. You'll notice that we don't name any specific cannabis names. There's a reason for that. This is where we pick something out of the the last episode and talk about it a little bit more in depth so that our audience can understand this new language of cannabis and what it means to all of us. I found your story so um, relatable to people in pain. And it doesn't matter who you are, pain is pain. Always individual, but so universal. And um, I'm so grateful that you're here to share that experience with us, Fiona. Thank you, honey. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back and um, we'll pick up a little bit from where we left off in regards to how I felt when my sister-in-law handed me that joint in the car. And And you were a total naysayer, weren't you? I was the biggest hypocrite and I just didn't even want to even try that joint. I just wanted to go home and take my medicine, my pharmaceuticals and, and try and feel better and go to sleep. And that's not what happened that day. And yet, as I recall in your story, you were sweating profusely and nauseated as hell, hanging your head out the window of the car and shaking with the jitters from what you were experiencing at that moment from pain. Is that right? Yes. The pain was so intense that I was literally shaking and sweating and I felt like I was going to pass out. Um, I was hanging out the window, like I said, and, and my sister-in-law, she just bless her heart. She, you know, obviously saw how bad I was and 
changed my life that day. And I'll never forget that. I'll be forever grateful to her for opening my eyes to a, a medicine that is a God's plant. You know, God created this plant and um, it can't hurt you. It can only heal you in many different ways. Well, we're happy to have your story to share with others. And uh, I would just love it if you would tell people what happened after you realized that cannabis was going to help you. I mean, you know, you smoke it in the car that moment and she begins articulating what the changes in your body right before her eyes. You know, you stopped sweating, you sat up, you, 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 your color came back and uh, the jitters calmed down and you realized. So the next morning you get up and uh, you're a pothead. Is that right? I guess you could say that, but um, that's not exactly <laughs> how it happened. So how did um, it happen? I, um, of course, continued with medicating with the cannabis, and um, I had to think about, you know, what do I want to do here because I was your in... doctor wasn't prescribing <laughs> it. No, and they were completely and you against were have it. To actually, pass up to him. yeah, they were completely yeah. against it. So. Um, I had to really think about whether or not I wanted to talk to them about it right away or if I wanted to pursue this on my own and decide. Where were you living? Um, I lived in Minnesota at the time. And at the time, okay. My sister-in-law um, lived in, lives in Michigan. And so I had traveled with them back and um, I moved in. You could get it there legally. I became a patient. That was uh, an immense relief of fear, wasn't it? Yes. Um, it was, you know, I, I knew that I was able to possess my own medication, which is, you know, cannabis in many different forms. Because in Michigan at the time, before it was recreational, now it was medicinal. And they had mm -hmm. multiple different forms of cannabis medicine there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was able to, once I received my um, patient card, I was able to go to the dispensaries and really broaden my horizon of what I was using. Um, I started out using just, um, flour and smoking uh -huh. it in, you know, joint as a joint or, um, in, you know, either a bong or pipe. And then what was that costing you, uh, uh, uh about a, a, every month? Do you remember? Um, it would vary depending on where you got it from, um, how much you were purchasing, you know, the different, the quality of the product. Yeah. Um, a couple hundred bucks, maybe. Uh, oh, at least if not more, if not more. I see. I see. Um, I medicate now and I'm, I'm on a very limited budget and mm -hmm. I can't afford as much medicine as I actually need. And you know, the variety, the variety of it. Cause they're me either. Mm -hmm. And it's a, and there's a, there's so much variety now for us in Florida. Yes, there is. Uh, you know, depending on which uh, dispensary you go to and what their product line is, they're all different. They're all wonderful. We're so grateful to have yes, them all. Yes, yes. There, it was, it was an incredible relief to move to Florida after being a patient in Michigan and then following, um, going when I went back to Minnesota to my family. 
Um, uh-huh. I became a patient in Minnesota as well. So their product. Was it different? It what was, was it very different between Michigan and Minnesota? It was very patient. different because they were very, um, it was new to Minnesota where there wasn't a lot of, there's not, there's only at the time when I was there, there was only two companies that had dispensaries. Um, and there were very far and few, um, between and their medication stock was very limited. They only had, Mm -hmm. um, you know, three different types of strength and Mm -hmm. it was like, it was labeled very differently. It was very hard to understand, you know, it wasn't Mm -hmm. like, what strand is that? You know, what are you smoking? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It was labeled like the red was the highest in THC. Um, Mm -hmm. The green was, you know, something else. It was more complicated to understand and a lot more expensive. Who do you think made up that system? Honestly, I hope that you have a better answer because I don't know. (laughs) Well, it wasn't the dispensaries. It was the legislation restricting the dispensaries on how they can talk about their products. So that's why you saw um the information and the data about that product that you were ingesting uh so weirdly uh and inhumanly <laughs> uh, uh, provided for you mm-hmm. it was it was a big difference between the two states and mm-hmm. um going back to the type you know Michigan and being such a big variety, I was able to try a lot of different you know. Um, strengths, different levels of THC. Um, Wasn't it the best? It was amazing because I got to pay attention to how it made me feel. Exactly. And none you're not of just it, going out to get high for the evening. You're really able to see really, how it affects you. You're really medicine. focusing on. Well, yep. I did anyway. I really yep. focused on how I felt in every different. Um, product I, I used, whether it was an edible or a drink, flour, tincture, dabs, you know, I could go on and on with how much medica- how many different products mm-hmm. they have, vapes, um, and you just, you, it, it, how you ingest it is, you know, it's a different type of a feeling. It's more of a body relaxation or high, depending on what you're using. Um, if you smoke it, it's a different effect. Um, dabbing is also, uh, you know, it's dabbing, I think is more of an intense effect more so than just smoking a joint because you're inhaling an incredible concentrate amount of concentrate. Yes. yes. So, um, and so you're just blasting your, uh, ECS with, uh, fun. I find it a lot more, um, helpful to dab because it's such a concentrate and my pain level is so intense that dabbing is more, um, efficient, effective. That makes for me. sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And, and, and yeah, oh, I'm so glad you said that. And edibles are also, that's really cute. Yeah. Edibles are also very helpful for me because I do need that deep body relaxation to help my muscles relax from the spasming using either CBD products or um, Mm -hmm. even the, I have to use more of the THC for the pain Mm -hmm. control, but the CBD helps with the inflammation. So sometimes I get products that have both. 
you know, excellent. With, you know, like a concentrate of half CBD, half, you know, THC. And then I get a little bit more relief on the inflammation side. Let me ask you a common question from my elder patients who are unaccustomed to using cannabis. There is a huge fear of being too stoned in the middle of the night if they take it before bed, that when they get up, they'll fall. There's a huge fear of falling on cannabis because of the wooziness that it can... Because it can be uh, so sedating. Uh, well, or whatever. Yeah, right. Either, you know, um, it's it, THC, if you're, you know, it, it is a real mind mm-hmm. thing. Well, it more will that, it depends. I mean, all of it depends on, of course, what you're smoking. If you're smoking a sativa, and, a hybrid, as or well, as also, well, as also the, the, Oh, I just lost my train of thought. I've been doing that all day long. (laughs) It's also really important what your delivery method is and whether or not you're smoking, you're having THC as a concentrate or, you know, too much or, or if you're balancing it out with CBD. Mm -hmm. So all of that is really, really, really important. But, but above all else, everybody is unique. So what works for you may not work for another person. That's exactly correct. And I'm glad you're brought that up because everybody metabolizes the medication differently. Um, How, what would work for you may not work for me. So my personal opinion is when people ask me what I, what I medicate with, I let them know what I'm using, but I do explain to them Mm -hmm. that, you know, this is what I use it for and it might not have the same effects with you. And I don't want, you know, I want you to research it a little more before you go into purchasing it because our medicine is so expensive. Exactly. This is why I've been trying to tell my friends who may still be using street weed that, you know, uh, you may be getting cheaper street weed right now and uh, you don't have to jump through all the hoops to get your card and a doctor and la, 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 and then go to a more expensive dispensary. However, you are harming your delicate immune system for the long haul. And if you already have some debilitating problem going on with yourself, like arthritis, IBS, um, uh, you know, all kinds of fibro, any of that stuff, you already have a delicate immune system and should not be compounding it with contamination from street weed because all street weed is contaminated. But you can mitigate that by using an uncontaminated product of hemp that you can buy in all 50 states across the counter, over the counter, OTC, over the counter. And it comes with a certificate of um, analysis from a third-party laboratory. Because when you find a good CBD store that does that prior to selling that product that you're about to ingest, you know that they are taking you seriously as their um, client and that they regard you as a patient and this is your medicine to help you become better. 
So you always want to find a good CBD store that uh, third-party lab tests their product and a way to mitigate the contamination. If you're still smoking street weed, a way to mitigate that is to use far more CBD throughout the day through a good, solid, clean hemp product. You know, you can buy hemp flour just like you can buy marijuana flour. And they sell it across the counter at a good CBD yes, shop. Yes, you definitely want to do your research on the shop before you um, purchase. That's right. That's most important That's as well. That's right. <laughs> most important. Because you don't want to count compound problems. And smoking contaminated product will definitely compound your problems. But um, tell us, tell us how you realized finally what your regimen was going to, you know, work out to be. And I'm sure you, you know, it changes. It, it changes every day for me. And, but what changed my mind to start weaning off of the narcotics that I was on and all the pharmaceuticals, um, like I said before, I've weaned off of two types of two narcotics, um, long acting morphine and short acting, which was the liquid morphine. And then I've also weaned off of 15 to 20 other medications. And so pharmaceuticals, I really am very careful if I, M to be recommended by the doctor to try something else. I I don't mm-hmm. want to disregard their intelligence in regards to pharmaceuticals, but as my knowledge, cannabis has saved my life from several pharmaceuticals and narcotics. And now I live a right. healthier um, way of life and I'm able to manage my right. pain better when I'm able to find the different um, types of products and strains that help me, um, which is also trial and error. I could buy a product and, you know, it, it may not help me to where I'm hoping it does. And that goes back to, again, we don't know, but we can know that it's safe. Even if you do, um, use something that isn't, um, helping you with, you know, maybe your depression that day, it might help you with your pain. If it's not helping with your anxiety, um, you know, or PTSD, you, but it's helping with something else, then you need to figure out, well, then I need to incorporate something else that does help me with my mood stabilization. And that all comes up in different uh, varieties and uh, chemovars. So... Really, right now in dispensaries, they're, you know, you'll find the cannabis has been given all these different names and stuff like that. And some of them are pretty silly. All that's going to go away pretty soon. They're going to be pricking our fingers to find out what in our blood is lacking that, you know, the chemovars from this particular um, batch has got or that particular batch or whatever, but there's over 400 compounds in cannabis and they haven't even named right. all of them. They haven't even named half of them. So, you know, there's still so much to learn and, and that is why it's so unique to everybody. Plus, uh, 
cannabis is better absorbed through our system the more fat we eat with it or consume with it. That's just the, the bottom line. And so when you're, um, it, it's different for everybody depending on what they weigh, what they eat, you know, how much they consume and mm-hmm. all of that. But here's the good news about cannabis. You can smoke it all day long and, and 24-7, it's not going to hurt you or kill you. And that's the best Be- part. Right. There's never been a, a death known to the planet from cannabis because there aren't any endocannabinoid receptors in your throat area that can um, modify the behavior of your breathing like opioids do. O- opioids put all of those muscles yes, to sleep. It that's depreciates their job. Put your breathing, and I've I've right. experienced that, and that's really scary. I think we've we've pretty much covered that people smoking street weed are still smoking contaminated product, even though they think it may be coming from their granny's mm-hmm. um, uncle's, you know, farm out in wherever. It's still if it doesn't have third party lab tests attached to it, you can you can pretty much consider it all contaminated. So I just wanted to wrap up by letting uh, our audience know kind of what your day looks like when you're using cannabis, because maybe they know this and maybe they don't. But uh, cannabis generally, when you're inhaling it or using it as a tincture, only uh, the effects only last for a few hours. And like an aspirin, you'll need to redose ever so often. And that all depends upon you individually. So we're just wondering, what does your day in cannabis look like? My day definitely depends on how um, I'm feeling. If I'm, you know, in a lot of pain, I have to medicate quite frequently, pretty much every half hour to an hour. Boy, you sure couldn't do that on liquid morphine. You were sucking every day, could you? No, you definitely couldn't or you would end up. Uh, in the hospital yeah yeah and then what happens after um i medicate you know like i said before some of the some products work really well for me to help me to be able to get out of bed and my pain isn't as excruciating you know Mm -hmm. as it was prior to using the medicine um, all I can say is it definitely helps me live and yes. it helps me get through my days. Even if like right now I'm in bed, um, doing our show and I, you know, I'm, I've medicated, but I'm not today because of the weather I'm having a day where I'm going to have to medicate a lot more frequently you you just have to manage it with whatever conditions are presented to you and it helps you do that exactly and you don't have to worry about having the fear of the horrible side or um, the worst fear is death and you don't have to worry about that with cannabis and that's the beauty of it right right Yes, I do use a CBD salve from Canaway. Um, they, I rub it on my hands because I have um, tendonitis and arthritis in my hands, or I rub it on. How quickly do you feel that to be effective? 
within um, just a few minutes, I notice my muscles start to relax and I feel, you know, you can actually almost feel the medicine penetrating. And then you're distracted and doing other things and you forget about it. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, I use uh, I use salve on my hands like that too, and like you say, you know, it's just um, uh, it starts relaxing, and and your body stops screaming at you about pain, and then you're able to go do other things. Yes, it definitely helps me manage my day, and mm-hmm. um, otherwise, unfortunately, with my condition, I would require. Um, more assistance from a PCA or, you know, one of my children or something, because some days I do struggle, you know, just opening a jar of jelly to put on my toast. Oh, yeah. The jelly jars. The jelly jars. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Have you ever tried snapping those damn lids off of a thing of half and half or the milk carton? You know that you, first of all, you got to try to unscrew the dang lid and then you have to pull that damn thing. Uh, it yes, makes my hands it's scream. It's very hard when you have, makes my I've hands had scream. two carpal tunnel surgeries and oh! it, my hands are pretty weak. And then along top mm. of it, having the tendonitis and the arthritis doesn't help at all either. Right. Well, hey, girl, I want to thank you for coming back and joining me for a moment of clarity about what your day looks like with cannabis and uh, for telling your story. You know, part two is coming up on the next episode of the Cannabivarum podcast, where wherever you listen on iTunes or Spotify or wherever. And um, we'll look forward to hearing the rest of the story with Fiona Sebastiano, my new friend, and you're going to be hearing lots of her sweet voice. Uh, so I'm looking forward to our future, honey. Here we go. Thank you. Have a beautiful my pleasure. day. And same to you, Tawanda. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Cannabis Shaman Honey Smith Walls about how to protect yourself using contaminant-free hemp and or marijuana products. Please be advised that all street weed is contaminated and may do grave harm to your immune system. Don't forget to ask for that third-party lab test to prove the product is harmless. We hope you'll check the scientific citations on the Cannabivarum podcast blog so that you can prove the veracity of statements made where you'll also find lots of resources for your edification and participation. Please share some Cannabivarum by liking and subscribing to the show. And it really makes a huge difference if you leave a response. Thank you for listening from the entire cannabis industry. For more information, please visit Cannabivarum.com. That's C-A-N-N-A-B-A-V-E-R-U-M.com.